beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Komi Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord. Welcome back. Without um, without hope, faith cannot operate at its peak. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah, Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. And so there comes there, uh, this study we need to do today, and it says we are looking at we are looking at end here. It's not basically about the end of a matter. When we wait till we have finished the whole thing and then we we'll come to the end, praise God forevermore. That is a perspective, but there's a major perspective to it, and that is the perspective of the future. Amen to Jesus. And this future is not just an ordinary future, it's a prophetic future. Amen to Jesus. Now, so it talks about latter time here. So surely there is a prophetic future. Are you get what I'm saying? So let's 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 understand it in this um, in this perspective. There is a what? Prophetic future. Now, what is the prophetic future? It's a future that has been spoken about in the past. Are we together? Now, we live in the end times where prophecy is finding its place and expressing itself on a daily basis. Praise God forevermore. We live in the end times where we are, li- we are living into prophetic manifestations. We know the Bible and Jesus told that he said, you see rumors of you, hear rumors of war, you see father against son, um, mother against daughter, and every of that, brother against that, says, when you see all these evils, he said, the end has not come. He said, the end will come when this gospel goes round the nations of the earth. Now, so what we are seeing today are prophetic manifestations of what have been spoken. Go to the book of, um, 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 of Daniel, Micah, you see prophetic declarations that we are just living into prophetic terms. Any child of God who is amazed at what is happening is actually not conversant with scriptures. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, because these have been spoken of time before now. Book of Isaiah makes us understand that darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness shall cover what? The people. But that shall arrive. We are seeing darkness everywhere, seeing gross darkness is no news. It's not, it, these are things that have been prophetically spoken of. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's so, what we're talking about the end here. We're talking about what? A prophetic future. Amen to Jesus. A prophetic future. Now, so God speaks before He do. He does. The Bible says how Jesus, how God anointed Jesus with Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good, and God was with what? With Him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so God always speaks. He speaks it. He speaks it. He does it even before He speaks it. Sorry, He does it before He speaks it. Praise God forevermore. Now, so everything that we see, um, God say. He says it because he has already done it. Amen to Jesus. Now, this assurance is what a lot of a lot of what Christians have to have in, in their Christian life. Because in these times we're living where there's the high level of you know 
the spirit of the Antichrist at work. Are you getting what I'm saying? The spirit of the false. We have the false teachers. We have the false the, um, the, the false prophets. There are two categories of spirits that are at work. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, um, the false prophets are not dangerous. I will say that. Are you getting what I'm saying? The false prophets are not dangerous because they, they are, they, they, their gymnastics is easily caught. And the Bible says, how do you know a prophet has spoken when he speaks and he comes to pass? And in Old Testament, it makes us understand that if the prophet speaks and he doesn't come to pass, he should be killed. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so, false prophets, it doesn't take time, they are, they are busted. Are you getting what I'm saying? The most dangerous of all is false teachers. And I was supposed to talk about false teachers. Sorry, Peter talked about false teachers in his time. And today we see the spirit of the false teacher evading the church. It's not outside now, it's inside. It's invading the church. The false teachers are invading the church. And they come with a form of godliness. Are you getting what I'm saying? They come with enticing words of men's wisdom. They come in very slight and they use the Bible, the same strategy that the devil used in Genesis chapter 3. Juggle words. And they can give you originals. Go, go to Hebrew and Greek and juggle, your, and juggle it and turn your mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? The spirit of the false teacher is more dangerous than the spirit of the false prophet. I, 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 because by the grace of God, I'm in the teaching ministry. I know what teaching can do. Indoctrinate a man wrongly, you have destroyed him. You have destroyed him. Indoctrinate a child wrongly, you have destroyed the, the, the man. Only God can, can, can change the whole situation. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's so why we are, we, are, we are talking about prophetic future here. Are you getting what I'm saying? And prophetic future has to do with um, um, what God's plan for uh, the, the, the for the need for individuals, and then it has the word, God's plan for the world. For the world, are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so the, the plan of God for the world is what we are seeing in all the things we are seeing today. Are you getting what I'm saying? But God is not just only really concerned about the world. Are you getting me? God is concerned about every born again child of God. God is concerned about every individual. So there is a prophetic future for every child of God. There is a prophetic future for every child. And I tell you one truth. The prophetic future for you as a child of God is not in the amount of one prophet you are looking for. And why do I say this? You know, um, 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 somebody met me and he was, he was, he, he, when he met when he, he was trying to do his prophetic gymnastics, and when he saw me, he couldn't do nothing. And he said, I should see him. I spoke, and I was speaking with him. He saw that, first, when you meet me, you, the, the, you, if you, you, you just discover that there will be a blockage if you are not careful. Are you getting what I'm saying? Exactly when you're not right. And when he was talking, I began to punch his, his own drama. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then from prophecy, he entered into um, perspective. But you were a prophet just now. You are the one who was not prophesying. He said you are prophesying. He couldn't see nothing. He couldn't see nothing. Instead of talking about perspective, he moved from prophecy to perspective. You get what I'm saying? All right. Now, this is this, um, one of the things that happens when even Christians don't understand who they are. Praise God forevermore. If I had to succumb to that man's movement, uh, I should have been swayed off by now. But funny enough, people with divination spirit see me on the road and call me man of God. I was I was in the market and somebody saw me, just saw me and like you are, you are a genuine man of God. I was my boss and I was like I just pushed him fast. You are a genuine man of God. I just pushed him fast. I, I, I was coming back from somewhere and somebody saw me. I was like, oh, you are you are you are, you are a pastor. I said no, I'm a servant of I'm a servant I'm a servant of God. Say we are all servant of God. But say you are a genuine pastor. When I see genuine pastor, I know 
and he was like, he was talking and talking, and I just okay, I just talked with him and I left. Another one he sent to do just a couple of weeks ago. Another one, somebody wrote, excuse me. He said, as I saw you, my son, I saw you. You are a dedicated person. You are a dedicated man of God. I'm working on my own, wearing a jean trouser and a shirt, and just trying to get catch with someone. But it's even the devils see and they know. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that's why we have to also be very careful. Now, the prophetic future for your destiny is not in the mouth of a prophet. And why do I also say that? Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 God, who has sundry times in the past, spoke to our fathers through the prophet. Verse 2 says, in these last days spoken through his son Jesus now so in the Old Testament God spoke to them through prophet third party communication and let me help you understand something every prophet that spoke spoke for God never gave a, 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 a perfect um, um, a perfect de um, description of God to the people are you get what I'm saying because even if the Paul to understand that we, we know in parts. Are you get what I'm saying? They spoke in parts. Are you get what I'm saying? And some of them even spoke while they were speaking. Emotions got into the picture. Are you get what I'm saying? Emotions got into the, into the whole game. And some psychology, some um, mental view and everything got into the whole game. And it, it, might, it affected their relay of information, you know, concerning of who God is to the people and what God is saying. Praise God forevermore. So no prophet in the Old Testament revealed God to the people perfect only jesus came and revealed god to us perfectly it's so pretty, pretty. How, why would you ask me show, show, show me the father when i've been there with you here with you if you have seen me you have seen the father and he told them i and the father are one john chapter one verse one in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was God. So Jesus alone reveals the Father perfectly. And Jesus being the one who reveals the Father perfectly means that he is the only prophetic word from God that can be trusted. Are we together? Now so you want to know your prophetic future, you have to go and locate it in Christ. Not in the mouth of a prophet. <laughs> You ask me, are they New Testament prophets? Yeah, they are New Testament prophets. Very much, you are there. But what is that job? New Testament prophets confirm what Jesus is revealing. Now, so if the New Testament prophet is not confirming what Jesus is revealing to you, then there's a problem there. Are we together? Yes. Praise God forevermore. Now, so we have understood something that when he says, surely there is an end here, he says, surely there is a prophetic future. Amen to Jesus. Now, so, we should not just be looking for an end because this surely there is an end and many people say, let us manage to the end. So, we don't live our lives again because we are just managing and waiting till the end. The worst kind of life to live is a life where you are just waiting for the end of the matter to come. You get what I'm saying? Because you won't live. You will merely exist till the end comes. And that's what is happening to a lot of Christians. They are just existing and they are not living. Enjoy the process that God is taking them through. Because a prophetic future will take you through a present. And that present is a process. Are we together? Yes. And let me tell you, every child of God, God told the same Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. Before I formed thee, I knew thee. And before thou came out of thy mother's womb, I ordained 
day a prophet to the world nations in other words god already did it before he brought it out physically i cannot say so god does it before he speaks it god already ordained him a prophet to the nation before god brought him out physically to start carrying out a prophetic duty if, if jeremiah was waiting for the day when he become a prophet he would have never existed to the day he spoke his first word of prophecy we are waiting for a day we are waiting for an end and so we are existing instead of living but let me understand something we have been able to understand that before you were formed God knew you before you came out he ordained you in other words he already arranged your prophetic future before you started featuring in it the Bible says he said the end of a matter from the beginning. And like the way Dr. Miles Bodo explained, he said God finishes it and then he brings us to the beginning. Let us start it. Let us go, let's start working into the future he has finished. So in other words, it's not a, a cloudy, unconcluded future we have. See? Because the way we live our life as we say most of the time, it looks like our future is cloudy. It means like our future is uncertain. It means it looks like our future is unconcluded. And you get what I'm saying? But I want that person that stands on the way. The Bible says there is an end. It's an end because the future has already been concluded before you began it. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that end is not just, as it were, the end of a matter. It means a future. Are you getting me? And a future is continuous. Continuous. It is continuous until time ends. Are you getting what I'm saying? When time ends for you as an individual, they say you are passed on. Are you getting what I'm saying? But time ended for you doesn't end it for another person. Praise God forevermore. There is a time, there's a time where time will end for the world. Are you getting it? And everybody has his time where time will end for him. Are you getting it? But the future is continuous till time ends. So we're not talking about the end, we're not talking about a particular end. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because some people are waiting for the end of their life. Before they start living their life. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that's what Christians are knowing is doing. It's, it's happening to us. They are waiting for the end of we are waiting for the end of our life before we start living our life. Because we are waiting for an end. But in this verse of future, it's not talking about an end after the end of time. It's talking about a prophetic future. And in the prophetic future, there is a movement till it comes. That's why Jesus is saying, look at something here. <laughs> The disciples asked Jesus, when will the end come? Jesus told them, go into the world and preach the gospel. They were asking for the time when the end will come. Jesus did not give them that time. Because if we make us lazy, okay, I know the end will come in, in 20 years from now. Okay, and let me just wait in 20 years. But Jesus did not give them the time of the end. He only told them the signs of the end. But he didn't give them the time of the end. This is what we need to understand. Jesus never gave us that. So we, we, I've, I've seen a lot of, I don't, I'm not against it, a lot of projections as to when the world will end. But Jesus himself did not give that projection. He gave us signs. He didn't give us projection. Why? Because he knows that the end, the end is a prophetic future, which we have to keep futuring in. And making it count. That's why he now finally told them, Occupy till I come. When he gave that parable of the man who gave his servant, his servant talents, and then he told them, Occupy till I come. Jesus was making them understand that. Stop looking for the end of time. 
think of how to occupy into the prophetic future. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Think of how to occupy into the prophetic future. And so you see a lot of Christians, we are just waiting, hanging around, waiting for time to end so that we end this journey. And we have to say, let Jesus come quickly. We are tired of this thing. We are tired of the way this world is going. Let Jesus come quickly. Maranatha, 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 Maranatha. Are you the one to force Jesus to come? Are we the one to force Jesus to come? He told us what to do. He didn't tell us we should be praying for him to come quickly. He told us what to do. So our job is to do what he told us to do. Occupy till I come. This morning I had a dream and I was crying. I was crying when I woke up in the dream. I saw some teenagers in the school. And they are backseated. And I called them. And I was trying to bring them back to Christ. Trying to bring them back to Christ. And I was, when I woke up, I was almost crying. I was like, God, what are you saying? God, what are you saying? God, what are you saying? Teenage ministry, I did teenage ministry many, many years ago. The Lord started impressing it in my heart this year. And also, teenagers again, teenagers again. And as a young man, I've been looking at him. I know the Lord is impressing something in my spirit for him. And I said, I was even going to go to school again. I used to go to schools. I used to go to schools then. And I saw this man like, God, what are you saying again? So now we are having, um, we, we're also having a discipleship platform for a missions field that I want to start putting up. We have programs running again. Now the Lord is bringing teenage ministry back. And I said, God, I don't have money for all these things. So where is the time I have for all these things now? And I was almost crying when I woke up. I was like, God, what are you saying? I started crying. I said, I, I, I woke up praying, God, souls, God, souls, God, souls, God, souls. God gave us, Jesus gave us what to do into the prophetic future. I cannot say, not to wait till the end of the time. If you are told Peter, the end will come so 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 time. Peter said, okay, let's 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 not be uh, frolicking around and flexing till the end comes. After all, we are born again already. So what's the? That's the life many Christians are living. We are born again, so let's just hang around till the end comes. But the end we are talking about here is a prophetic future that we are to future in till it comes. We are to keep occupying till that prophetic that prophetic future manifests. Are you know what I'm saying? And you know the beautiful thing? We think that the future is small. We think that the future. We think that the, we think that the future is tomorrow. But the actual fact is that the future is not tomorrow. The future is now. Are we together? The future is now. It's not tomorrow, it's now. Amen to Jesus. And I remember when I was younger, when I was, you know, in my teenage age and early youthful age, when um, we used to, they used to um, um, describe to us, they used to explain to us how the future is now. Praise God forevermore. And they do a lot of analysis. 10 years from now, they bring 10 years from now into today. Amen to Jesus. And that's, those analyses then used to make us very, 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 very eager to give our all. To ensure that we see what we have, what God has given to us manifest now. The future is not 10 years from now. The future is now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Like they used to analyze then, future is not 10 years from now. 10 years from now is 10 years times 1 year. And I say, one year from now is um, 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 one year times
times one month. Are you getting what I'm saying? And we analyze it till we get to the present moment. And I, I listened to a, a, um, a motivational speaker who once said, you are, um, you are where you are today because of the decisions you made five years ago. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And um, I also added it. I also added it that you'll be where you'll be in five years from now because of the decisions you made today. Praise God forevermore. So the future is today. The future is now. Are we together? So when the Bible says, surely there is an end, it's actually saying, surely there's a prophetic future. And you get what I'm saying? And this prophetic future is begins with how we live and work and act now. Praise God forevermore. And that's why Jesus rather told us to occupy till he come than give us a time we are expecting at the end. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And so it's important we understand this. That was what we talked about um, Jesus telling them the end of time as regards the, 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 the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? But even us as individuals, when we are talking about the end of time, we are not to be thinking about where you get to 75 years old, the day you die. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. We're not talking about the day you die. We're not talking about the, 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 the end, that day that you die, or the end, that day that that thing you have been believing God for. It finally happens. Because most of the time when we think of surely there's an end, we are thinking of that thing we have been believing God for. That thing we have been believing God for. And it has finally happened. But that, there is more to it than that. Are you getting what I'm saying? But we're talking about surely there is an end. We're talking about surely there is a prophetic future. And we have to keep living into that prophetic future. Are we together? We have to keep living into that prophetic future. Everything you do on a daily basis adds up to the prophetic future. It adds up to the prophetic future. And more often than not, when we look at the future, some of us think that the future is when we will be able to achieve something. I remember when we started the podcast, when we started the podcast, and it looked like there was no future in the podcast. Praise God forevermore. But we just kept on. We continued. Knowing fully whether that's where God wants us to stay. You know, I received a message from a pastor. And he told me, he was like, um, he told me, he told me, man of God, I want to tell you this. The Lord has laid in my heart to tell you. So I want to tell you this, that you have been an inspiration to me. Even with no physical audience, you have stayed con- consistent. He told me that. And today... What God has been helping us do. We started 2020. Here we are, 2023. This is the future. If we had waited for the future to start, we would have not featured in that future. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And so that's why it's important we know that the end that the Bible talks about here is not a time we are waiting for something to happen. Because Christians, we have been made with us. And we have been made seeker sensitive. It's not a bad thing to be to wait on the uh, to wait on the Lord. I get what I'm saying. We have to wait on the Lord. But while we wait on the Lord, we have to what understand the prophetic future, because everything that God said, everything that God says, He has done it, and we are waiting. He has done it in eternity, and we're waiting for Him to manifest in time. Praise God forevermore. So what we have to do till it manifests in time. Is what is walking into the prophetic future. Hey, amen to Jesus. We have to walk into the prophetic future, and walking into the prophetic future is where the main work is. Because more often than not, we get discouraged walking into the prophetic future because we have not seen some things we have been believing God for. Are we together? 
you something. God is more concerned about what you do into the prophetic future. Are we together? God is more concerned about what you do into the prophetic future than you're waiting for something to just happen at the end. Praise God. Now, so if Jesus did not give them a time, he didn't give them a time for the end, he gave them the signs for the end, God, as he leads you in maturity, he will not give you times for things to happen. He will give you signs. <laughs> Show me the sign of a mature Christian. He's a Christian that is not waiting for by this time tomorrow. I get what I'm saying. A mature Christian is a Christian that is not waiting for by this time tomorrow. He's not waiting for in 24 hours. In 48 hours. In 72 hours. In 7 days. In 14 days. No, I, I, I'm not against those things. By the grace of God, we have seen God Jesus in that dimension. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. And when we go before growing Christians, we can do that. I get what I'm saying. We can do that. But when we are standing with mature Christians, mature Christians don't look for time. They look for signs. Because signs keep you on your toes working. But time can make you become lazy. The reason why Peter was asking for time is because then let us just wait till the time comes. Let us be relaxing till the time comes. But Jesus knows that time can make you lazy. But signs will keep you working. And God wants you to work. Are you going to say? God wants us to work. And that's why he gives us signs. 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 Go through scripture. Scripture is filled with signs. Who are doing estimation projections for the time of the end, their estimations and projections will not be exact. Why? Because God Jesus never gave time, He gave signs. And it's a proof of what? Maturity. Some people have lost, they have lost faith in the prophetic ministry because of time. I get what I'm saying. Yes. Because of time. I remember once a young man met me and my wife when we came for me to come to this country for um, a conference and he told me I just like the way both of you are. I'm like wonderful, bless God. And he was like, I would like to tap into this, you know, getting married young. And I was like, okay. As I was speaking the Lord told me and I told him straight, I said, the Lord said I should tell you, in three months, in three months, that that uh, now be taken care of. And I left, went back to my country. So um, Months after then, he sent me a message. It was Facebook Messenger. Then I said, Man of God, it has not happened. And I said, ah, God does not speak on me. And me, I'm not somebody that likes to, to speak like that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh huh. And God does not speak on me. So I came back the next day. When I came back, I began to talk to the guy on marriage. I began to talk to the guy on marriage. And he was like, Ah, man of God, you know, I'm not even be prepared for this thing I'm praying for. How can you be praying for what you have not been prepared for? Most of the time, we pray for what we are not prepared for. And I think we rather pray for God to prepare us for what we want to pray for. I get what I'm saying. And he said, I'm not prepared for it. I was like, ah, I'm sitting in my father's house. And my sisters are still cooking food for me to eat. I'm like, wow. I can see how prepared you are for marriage. He said, you know what? I don't even think about marriage. All I think of is ministry, ministry, ministry. And I said, you marry your ministry now. Hey, what are you not thinking of? You cannot have it now because you abuse it. I said, uh, so I was like, 
You marry me this way. The way you are going, you marry me. See, hold on, but it's not understanding where I've been having my whole life. So I said, fine. Arrange your side and put your house together in that area, in these areas. And then you see what will happen. I left in no distant time. He sent me and said, man, I could have seen her. He sent me once and he told me I have seen her. Like, what beautiful. Then he started telling me the challenges he was having also. And the similar to the challenges I had before, but I just put him through everything up. Before you know it, he got married. I get what I'm saying. And now, I over the years understood with that kind of experience that timing, some of the times, gives you, makes people lazy and makes them even not prepared. I get what I'm saying. But science keeps you on two. If I told him the Lord is going to do it, but these are the things you have to watch. You understand what I'm saying? These are the things you have to put in place, 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 put in place for this thing to happen. You see, when God speaks through, when God speaks with signs, is the gift of word of wisdom at work. Word of knowledge just tells you what happened and maybe what is to the prophecy come and tell you what is to happen, what is to happen. I get what I'm saying. But word of wisdom will tell you what to do. God told Paul told him what he said. That thou made were good warfare with the prophecies that were what spoken concerning. In other words, he was giving wisdom, word of wisdom, to be able to do the right things to do for prophecy to manifest. So Christians over the years have been so sweet and comfortable and they've so delighted in in um, in um, timing for prophecy. And when it doesn't happen at that time, they will say the man of God is a false prophet. Or they will say God has not spoken. Or they will have different explanations to why the prophecy did not manifest. I know more often than not, Christians will never see themselves as the reason why the prophecy never. They only see the man of God, or they see um, God as a problem. So it's not the man of God, or God, but they will never see themselves. And there was a book I read many years ago. It was by a New Testament prophet. I love that guy's ministry. Why I love this ministry because he was a teaching prophet. I checked from him a while ago. And I was so this guy's in the ministry. But I was saying his program, I didn't even see prophetic meetings again. I used to do them. And I was like, wow. I enjoyed that guy's teaching ministry. He was a prophet then because his prophetic ministry was with heavy teaching grace. And it was, it, it was a teaching grace that brings word of wisdom into prophecy. Because word of wisdom is the science. I you getting what I'm saying? To watch out for. For prophecy to find full expression on the earth. Because every prophecy that has been spoken is what God has done in eternity. That is waiting to, mature, waiting to materialize in time. Now what the journey between where we are and where it materializes is what you need word of wisdom for. Are we together? Praise God forevermore. And we're here to Jesus. And so, the end is the prophetic future. And we have to live into that future. <laughs> Glory to God forevermore. We have to live into that we have to live into that prophetic future. And because we have lost this sight, we discover that a lot of Christians are looking for quick fixes. Quick fixes. Quick fixes. And the quest for quick fixes has brought about the magic wand that we call prophetic now. It's magic wand. I get what I'm saying. Yes. It's magic wand. And when more of this kind of Christians are developed, we will have Christians that cannot fight the good fight of faith. 
because they don't have a journey with the Lord. How many Christians of our time can say, this years of my walk with the Lord, you don't hear such things again. You don't hear such things, this years of my walk with the Lord. But I can say, this years of my walk with the Lord, are you getting what I'm saying? And I've been posting some things for my WhatsApp status, posting some things on Facebook, and people just like, but those statements are statements of 10 years. <laughs> 15 years of my walk with the Lord. When the Lord began to impress my vision in my heart, I began to pen it down in 2004. I get what I'm saying. 2004, I penned it down on my strong concordance, which is in my country. I penned it down. And then the vision began to metamorphose. I, I, I understood that I didn't want the denomination thing. I wanted to be a New Testament Christian who I am, I get what I'm saying, that we walk in the fullness of God power, God's power and we manifest the glory of God as a man of God who I am. To teach the gospel, to preach the gospel to the nations of the earth. And yet, I can still come and sit down and enjoy being taught. Are we together? I can still be part of a denomination, though I'm not a denominational Christian. And so that's my desire. I can move around and preach. I can preach around. You know, I was always thinking of moving around and preaching. I never knew that God even had a singular method for me. Stay in one location and reach. And today, we are reaching nations. 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 Like if I say I want to travel around and preach in there, only God knows whether I'll be able to manage the workload. Preach 700 messages, over 700 messages between 2020 and now. And if I'm going to be traveling around and preaching like that, and I've heard out my system with all the challenges that have come my way. If people know the challenges that have come my way as a military and me as my life as an individual, they will not be able to understand how I'm able to preach this much. But God knew what was what 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 will come my way. So he put me in a position where I can deliver peak performance despite the challenges. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. And so over the years, Christians have not been able when I when those things have been writing. I've been saying that what God, my what God impressed in me in 2004. I get what I'm saying. The first desires impressed in my heart. Are we together? Those desires are materializing. They are materializing. It took years, but they are materializing, and He's doing them in His own way at His own time. That's the journey we're talking about here. That's the end we're talking about. Walking into that prophetic future. <laughs> and what we have today in church is Christians who are looking for time, not looking for signs. Because when you understand signs of the time, you can confidently walk into prophetic future. But if you are looking for the time of the end, you will sit down and relax waiting for that time to come mm. that means what you'll be marking time we have a lot of wasting time and the bible tells us redeeming the redeeming the times for the days are evil but what we have today in church is christians who are marking and wasting time even though they are seeing how evil the days are mm. Mm. now from 
a corporate purpose of because we have two prophets, two perspectives of prophecies from God's point of view. We have God's corporate prophecy for the nations of the earth, for the earth as a whole. I get what I'm saying. And then we also have individual prophecy, God's individual prophecy for your life. And let me tell you, so long as you are the world the one of the um, how many billion people on this earth as an individual your, the individual problem for your life has a very important and pivotal role to play in the corporate prophecy of the, of the world so if you don't play your own role i'm telling you you are actually delaying things where are we preaching we are preaching because jesus said the signs to watch out for is that this gospel must do what go to the ends of the earth my brother in my own little way, stand in my studio here and preaching. And on Spotify alone, five nations were reached. We, when I go online, I see the um, podcast channels that pick up our 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 teachings from Spotify. I can't number them. We went on a on Apple, and Apple said that we we're doing very well in Cyprus. 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 And I have to go and look for where Cyprus is. I looked at another channel, another channel, and I discovered that that's a channel in Senegal. And among the top um, ministers of the gospel with the big names, I get what I'm saying. We are among them. We looked at another channel and saw that that channel was ranking us amongst Charles Stanley of the Blessed Memory and um, um, John Hagee. He ranked us among them. Different channels ranking us, my brother, and different channels. Speaking the words we are preaching and saying to the nations of the earth. This is what it calls science. I get what I'm saying. We are not waiting for time. We are working with science. Why? Because you, when you work with science, it shows that you are redeeming the times. We are not called to wait for times. We are called to redeem the times. Are you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, before we came to this nation, I was talking to my other brother and I was like telling him a lot of things. He was like, hmm, he was quiet. Because I've not spoken to them for years about what was happening. So I've had a little breathing space now. And in just some few minutes we spoke, I was able to relate things that happened since 2014 till date. We were like, hmm, hmm, hmm. But I tell you, we were able to pull through all this because we were working into the prophetic future. We're working with science, not working with time. And we've had people who say, God, God, when? I've asked God when that question, when? When? Many times. And I discovered that when I ask him when, after you why, I start getting frustrated. I get what I'm saying? God, when? God, when? God, when? I start getting frustrated. The man of God said, Who are you to tell God when to make you fruitful? <laughs> who are you? Doesn't continue being faithful. I get what I'm saying? Continue. That's one thing I thank God for my wife. She will tell me, let's continue. Let's continue. You see, that statement, she doesn't know how it has helped me. She tell me, let's be doing something. Let's be doing, be doing something. Where one is not working, try another one, be doing something. Don't know how that statement has helped me in life. Because if I had to be alone, I'd have died in frustration a long time ago in ministry. Because so long as people don't understand your way of ministry, 
that the, 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 the pastor we met and he doesn't understand our mission initially. He asked my wife only, who are you people? We've not seen this guy, but don't be surprised. Somebody told him was you are not a normal pastor. You're not a normal man of God, sorry. The normal kind of man of God, you're not that kind of man of God. People don't understand our ministry, they don't understand it. But you see, what is happening to me is not strange because these are my early desires. But I have to walk into prophetic future. And that journey to prophetic future is where the work lies. So why keeps telling me, let's keep doing something. Keep working. No, 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 don't stop there. If one does not work, turn down one. If one does not work, just, just keep doing something to the prophetic future. But we as Christians, if that one does not work, we are putting our hands. Yes, that church ministry did not work for you. Okay, that means I cannot do ministry again. I have to preach and church does not work, I cannot do ministry again. Is there, I remember I met a, 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 one of our, a, a Reverend Mrs. One of our family, uh, was like a family to us here. You know, one of the um, um, relationships that God has blessed us with as a family. And he told me of a particular pastor and his wife. Said for 20 years they did ministry, church ministry, and they were frustrated because the members frustrated them. So, so they now decided that they went to buy a large expanse of land and planted maize there. And they said when they wake up every morning. And they look at their maize, they are happy. So this is now more fruitful than the work of the ministry. For them, for them, for them, 20 years was a waste of time. Maze is now where they are seeing fulfillment. I told her that's erroneous. That's totally out of it. I told her that's wrong. If one area of ministry does not work for you, it doesn't mean that that is the end of ministry. When we tell people we do media mission, we tell, when I was talking to the, 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 the man of the pastor who was telling me I'm his inspiration, I told him, Young man, going to podcast. He, 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 he didn't go into the podcast. He was listening to my podcast. So. He was telling me, he, he was telling me everything you are doing. You are doing a great work. <laughs> I didn't do this thing. He didn't mind me. Because we're facing the same challenge in ministry. Rejection in the location where we were. I didn't go into this thing. He didn't mind me. He didn't mind me. But today now, he's telling me I'm inspiration. They are taking some steps that I was like, no, I was not done with those steps, but I, everybody has a decision to make. But the day is telling me I'm an inspiration. These three years of the journey, we are going to four years now, of this journey, of podcast. Anybody that says wants to start now, before you get to this over seven hundred teachings, in this year alone, we have seven, we have seven, seven point five uh, thousand minutes, Abi, of work done, and I didn't do my best this year. But trusting God for next year to be more hyper. I get what I'm saying. If you start now, what how are we able to redeem the times? Because one area does not work, you folded your hand. You say me, it's not more important than human beings. If physical people don't come and sit me, sit and listen to me, and people will sit and listen to me online now. The most important thing is that people are listening to me. I rather preach to people that I do not see than go and look at me. God forbid. I'll rather fulfillment and I'm bringing to people that I'm not seeing because I'm still reaching out to people than to say I will get fulfillment in planting maize because some people I'm seeing want to frustrate me and I thought that that's wrong when the devil thought he was doing everything when he used his agent to drive away from church we say ah you didn't even know you are helping us fulfill the, the mandate the mandate was major ministry and so you are driven people from church so that we can do we enter fire that media ministry. In that year, 200 teachers came out. If I could be doing church, I would have not been able to teach like that. 200 fire. Understand the time. If the 
they drove the, that man drove the people away, and I didn't understand the signs. You understand what I'm saying? And I started crying, started waiting. He would tell me, Let's go and bring the bag. I said, This is not the kind of I'm looking for in the shop machine. No, they will kill me. I told him, I don't want this guy. He said, Pastor, but I said, Let me tell you one truth before you go and sign it for them. Me, I'll pray them out. He said, Well, Pastor, if you talk about that, I said, Yes, I'll pray them out. <laughs> I said, go and bring them, but you will see that I pray them out. And am I not the one that God is speaking to? And he brought them and they still left. Because I prayed them out. You look at me before my time, so I'm not doing this. If they are sat with me there in the church mission, I'm not be able to deliver what I deliver this year. Understand the signs. Stop waiting for time. If you wait for time, you will mark time. You wait for time, you waste time. But if you understand the signs, you will redeem time. And we have been called to redeem time, not to waste time or to mark time. Look at what we have to do in the seeker sensitivity of the church. Every person is waiting for a prophet that will tell them in three weeks' time, in three months' time, in three days' time. Why? Because we have been so time because And remember, some of the children of God, we don't live from time. We live in time, but we live from eternity. That's what I'm saying. We live in time, but we live from eternity. So how can you be limiting yourself to time where you are meant to be living from eternity? When you live from eternity point of view, my brother, my sister, you will redeem time. Number two, you will be able to walk into the prophetic future. For every child of God, there is a prophetic future. And our job is to keep walking into the prophetic future. How do you walk into the prophetic future? Redeeming the time. There is something God wants you to be doing better. At the point, I look like when I was doing church ministry, it looked like when I did, I was telling my elder brother, I said, when the Lord told me to close the first church I planted, it was the heaviest, heaviest word he ever told me. I thought God had given me heavy words before, but that was heavy. I told him, it took me one year. My wife is there. When the Lord began to speak, I didn't mind who. I have to go for three hours in prayers to ask the Lord, are you sure? Are you sure? Three hours. It's the same thing the Lord said. Imagine three hours. Lord, are you sure? Lord, are you sure? God said, when you finish wasting this prayer time, when you finish wasting this prayer time, you come, you come out and you hear that that's what I said. And when the Lord had told me, he said the same thing he said. It took me one year. One year! Before I could make this job. I disobeyed for one year. And after making this job, some years after, began to say thank god we made that decision hey, there are decisions that we have had to make that we're thinking why why do we make it i remember the lord was when the lord was present in our spirit to 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 make, um, um take a step early this year when um, when the lord was present in that spirit when uh, when my wife told me i was it at the same place i began to tell lord god this is not what i have by the end of the day i didn't know that god had a bigger plan for me when i took that step before you know it, the bigger plan just materialized. Yeah. Like, wow. Wow, God, thank you. I thank you. I did it that time. So when our family look at us, they wonder what kind of mad and weird people that is. Look, we have been taking weird steps, weird decisions. But at the end of the day, they all see that many sin has a way of climaxing to their benefit. Why? Because we don't live in time alone. We live from eternity. And we are not looking for time. We are sensitive for signs. Because our sensitivity for signs helps us redeem the 
There is a prophetic future for the world at large. There is a prophetic future for every child of God. Our job is to be sensitive to the signs of this prophetic future and to walk with these signs. These signs are God's way of leading us to. And when God leads you with these signs sometimes, you may not hear maybe one clear, but there are times you will hear, you get what I'm saying? There are times you see it in scriptures, but there are times you just have an impression in your spirit, you do it. For example, when you get to the airport, nobody tells you, take your right, take your left, is that not so? What do you see? Signs. And that's how Jesus gave them signs of the end time. He didn't give them a word for the end time. He didn't give them um, scriptures, ditto, ditto for the end time. He gave them signs. But he didn't give them the time. We have to live with the sensitivity of signs and work out our salvation with signs. And then with the sensitivity and understanding of signs, we can redeem the time. With that, we will live into the prophetic future. And then when you get to one point in time, you look back and you discover that Genesis 24 verse 1 has happened to you. And Abraham was old and we stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed him in all things. Open your mouth this moment and pray in the language of the Spirit for a few minutes. Pray in the language of what a great way to start. To be sensitive to the signs. Lord, help us to be sensitive yes, to the signs. Lord, help us to be sensitive to the signs. Giving us signs of these times we are living in. You are giving us signs to follow, to be able to get to our prophetic future. Help us to be sensitive to these signs. To maneuver the signs, to walk in the signs, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth is dependent on alignment to signs. You see, one of the great things about following working with signs of the times is that you don't stress. It just it, it, it just aligns. If you are working with, if you are looking for time, you will be frustrated. And as I put that, I'm waiting for time by this twenty-four hours. By this time tomorrow, tomorrow they get frustrated. But if you are a child of God who works with signs of the times, you will calmly walk into the manifestation of prophecies. You will calmly. I remember the Lord told, told I was sitting in the dark bathroom to walk in my bed. And I heard the voice, the voice of the Lord clear in my dream. When I was sleeping, I heard the voice of the Lord clear. It happens, it happens in a crowd. I tell you when it happens. You shall build goodly houses and live with them. But before you know it, it's about the year. Also, what the Lord told me manifested. I get what I'm saying? Because what happened was that when, when that when he started manifesting, one of the signs that came was that man, the landlord I stayed in his house was mounting pressure on me like this. I get what I'm saying? Mountain pressure. I remember when I was building the project, the engineer was worrying me, worrying me. I started. 
I sat him, and after sacking, I started handling the project by myself. I became project engineer by myself. And I remember one day I was so tired, I said, I cannot go to start. That morning, the caretaker, he was there. I never knew the land was the caretaker. He came and he knocked on my door. When he knocked on my door, as I answered him, as I spoke with him, I went and I prepared and I went to start. <laughs> I knew that man, this one you must go to site. <laughs> that was the sign to show that man stand up as your body pain and go to site. Ten months removed. Enter the house. Where it was about expiring after the loot. Enter the house. You had not finished up. Enter the house. Managed the house team. We did it to a good standard. No light living without light. But God has said it. And the signs were coming. There's a sign that God is giving out. And that one, I don't know. When God begins to give signs, you know the people about signs. You don't struggle. Yes. You don't see the thing aligning. Mm. You don't see it aligning. When God begins to give signs, you don't struggle. You just see alignment. So I prefer to walk with signs than to walk with time. If I walk with time, I'll be frustrated. If I walk with signs, I will redeem time. Now is your moment of salvation. If you are yet to make the Lord Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior. We request that you say this prayer along with many others now. Say this words. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, I repent of my sins, and ask that you forgive my sins. I believe that you shed your blood on the cross, died for my sins, and rose again in the third day. Today, I invite you into my life today. Wash me by your blood, Make me your own, until eternity be my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' precious name. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number 033-154-551-2013. Swift code M B G H G H A C to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. You can send to account number 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to EcoBank Nigeria. Account number. 5541020592 Also for further enquiries you can call us on +2334545947132 OR send us an email via chimdiohahunaministry@gmail.com Today remain ever blessed We believe you were blessed listening to this teaching from God's Word. May your soul remain ever refreshed and revived. We would love to hear your praise report today. Beloved, remain connected to Grace Life Comey Podcast. Jesus is Lord.